by looking at centering through the physical body. We can apply the principles of what is learned to the realms of the mind, the emotions, and in the realm of the spirit. Here's a quick introduction to the process of centering the physical body, its signals and practices. Lean your torso to the right a few inches and stay there a moment. Then repeat, leaning to the left. Now rock back and forth slowly and gently between the two directions. Gradually let your body come to rest in the center. Repeat the practice several times. Each time, use smaller and smaller increments. Notice the difference in feeling when you are off and when you are centered. As we locate in three dimensions, we find a point of center in our physical bodies. With practice, we develop a higher degree of sensitivity in increasingly refined states of center. We notice when we are off center sooner and we return faster. We refine the exercise from sensing inches to fractions of an inch. The time required to center diminishes. My students think I don't lose my center. I lose my center as often as you do. I just recognize it sooner and correct faster. Morihie Ueshiba Osensei. Step one is connecting awareness with experience. Presence means feeling where you are, not holding on to where you were. If you hold on to the past, you war with the universe. Be here now, be in the moment. We do not function at peak, held back, or leaning forward into pressure, thinking of the past or tensing in an effort to control the future. It is easy to see the external pressures in our lives, but the internal pressures, the ones we create for ourselves, can be virtually invisible to us. We are so immersed in our own mode of thought we do not see how it affects our perception. Though the stimulus may occur externally, our reaction is internal. In the early stages of training, unifying mind, body, and spirit may take a moment. Initially, it takes time to feel where you are and align attention and awareness. Any correction often happens after the action. As we develop through practice, the time needed becomes a few seconds, then a fraction 
of a second. With practice, centering can happen almost instantaneously. Eventually, correction occurs during the movement. You feel you are off and you align. It is not the correcting that is hard. It is paying attention. Seeking a better state is natural and effortless. It is ongoing presence, attending to experience, feeling where we are at each moment that requires training. The ability to center in the face of pressure is power. It is inability. When we are off balance, we can be pushed around easily. This is as true emotionally as physically. When anyone is off-center, they are more vulnerable to outside influence. How often after being pressured into a decision have you wished you had acted more slowly? How often have you reacted in a situation only to wish you could make the choice over? Salespeople are taught to take advantage of ambivalence in a prospective buyer's thinking. They learn to press for the sale when the customer is vulnerable. Teaching us to center in relationship to the energy rush, Bob admonishes us. Don't sign a contract in the middle of a rush. My yoga teacher said the same thing slightly differently. He used to say, don't do anything under pressure. Centered, what I describe as standing in our power, people or situations do not intimidate us the same way they do when we are not based in our power. There's more power in the universe than most of us are in touch with. There are unknown forces at play in our lives. Presence allows us to engage creatively with all forces at play in any moment. The outcomes in the world are an after effect. Standing in our own power creates a different field of possibilities. Awareness of center enables us to function without throwing ourselves away. In a state where my key is flowing, my relationships with everything will echo that quality. The process of meditation, settling, centering, grounding, squaring away, connecting to source, shifts the attention. Interaction means our participation affects the development of the situation. Being off-center is not really the issue. We are thrown off-center continually. The issue is failing to recenter, which, unless we lose touch with ourselves, is easy to do. It only takes an instant to lose center, but it also only takes an instant to reconnect to center. 
if we are conscious of the choice and the process, we can unify thinking and feeling. Then we operate from our totality instead of operating out of sorts. We can strengthen our posture and settle our energy and find a place where we feel creative possibility. In violent physical self-defense situations, if it takes you a moment to get to what's going on here and okay, I'll deal with it. In that couple of seconds, you're dead. Though we handle the unexpected better on some days than others, training speeds up the process of coming into harmony with what is happening. It takes time to adjust to change. Sometimes in life, things happen so fast that we do not have that opportunity. More often than not, we can take a second, line up to a better state of awareness and get into a better working state and function more effectively. Through practice, the shift into presence goes from taking a moment to an instant. Presence develops by feeling where you are. Continuing to focus attention on sensing energy and attending to experience. Feeling where you are means continually entering the moment. Awareness and sensing increase and with them, perception. Acuity is sharper. The edges, the defined limits of our identities open and our boundaries become more permeable. Connection increases to what? Once was the outside world. Perception deepens. Life becomes simpler and less confusing. Sit quiet. Notice how actively our minds behave. If we continue sitting quietly and paying attention, we will notice relaxation happening in stages. We get more internally focused. Larger numbers of brain cells are processing internal information and the fewer are processing external input. We become more aware of our internal process, our breathing, our emotional state, our state of being. Life's rush can keep us too busy to notice these things. Physical posture affects more than how I move. It affects who I am and how I feel. Posture, physical alignment is interdependent with mental, emotional, and spiritual alignment. Posture and muscle tension, how you are sitting, affects who you are. Change any aspect in any dimension 
physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and it affects the whole system. Sit in a different way and your relationship to the universe changes. Centering is like breathing. Once in the morning is not enough. Centering, feeling where we are, connects mind and body to source. Paying attention to state, we naturally know what to do to square away. Instead of forces struggling within a system, identity shifts toward a unified field of consciousness. The world looks different because we are different. The decisions we make are different from a centered state in the realm of the spirit. Not only am I more effective, I make choices more aligned to my bestowed mission. What you do in the world expresses the essence of who you are through your action. The hand represents action in the world, metaphorically. Center initiates power. The hands express it. Physically, the further you can draw a partner's hand away from their center, the more susceptible they are to your influence and vice versa. In the mental realm, when someone's attention is distracted, mental power is diminished, making them more susceptible to someone else's influence. Through physically noticing when hand and center disconnect and intentionally realigning them, we train to unify our being. When we translate this principle to the realm of the spirit, center represents being in integrity with our essence, with who we are and what we value. The action emanates from the guidance of spirit. We can get pretty far from ourselves. People live their whole lives in unfulfilling jobs and relationships. The alignment of our actions with the essence of who we are, connecting intention and action as a unified system is a developed skill. You get better at it by doing it. If you lose the central core of who you are and what drives you, life becomes extrinsic, forced, or born. As you line up with who you are, your natural power unfolds. Not only are the effects greater, but the sense of effort gives way to excitement and enjoyment. When the forces of life align, a unified field produces the accomplishment of our bestowed mission. It is a happening, not a doing. Knowing you can make that shift and choosing to make that shift 
are a practitioner's main accountabilities. Harmonizing is the practice. The ability to shift your state of mind allows you to go from being locked in to a presence, noticing the tension, to harmonious relationship, dissolving the tension into free energy, to creativity, something new emerging. But if you do not allow space for it, it can't happen. Practice the principle of centering and life becomes your dojo. Once you're willing to enter the unknown, infinite creative possibilities appear. Life is your experiment. You make it up.